Hi everyone, it's Christmas again and I am excited to usher you in with this very first episode. That's not all, you stand a chance of winning the sum of 20,000 Naira this December in the Christmas with Dr. Nick series, coming out with each episode every Tuesday till the last Tuesday of the month and that is 29th December. The winner will be announced on the 30th of December with 20,000 Naira in cash prize. How to enter this competition? Simple. Take the following steps. 1. Listen to all the 4 episodes coming out every Tuesday. You will be collating a series of numbers that will drop in each episode. At the end of the 4th episode, you should have a complete code consisting of all the numbers from the four episodes in order in which it was given. For example, use 1234567789 as a case study. Each episode will com- would have a part of each of these numbers as part of the episode and so will drop maybe 123 as uh, the code in the first episode, 456 in the second episode, maybe it's just 7 in the third episode, and 89 in the last episode, which is, which is the fourth episode coming out on the 29th of December. And so your winning code will be, yeah, you got it right. Your winning code will be 12345678989, which is a combination of all the codes in order given from all the four episodes. Winner will be selected based on fastest fingers first. The first person to send in a DM, a direct message on our Instagram page after the first or the fourth, sorry, episode takes home the crash prize. Okay, before you get excited, there are rules to qualify to win. Firstly, you must be following all our social media handles to include Instagram, Twitter, Facebook page. You must also have reposted or shared all the four episodes on your social media platform of your choosing before the time you sent in your final code else your entry would not count you must also be in nigeria to qualify and finally if you're a facilitator or part of the little bits of stuff show family you're cordially exempted from this competition Uh, More information on our social media handles and in upcoming episodes. There may be, there may be prizes for runner-ups depending on your location. Okay, so to the topic of the day, let's talk abortion. Now, I'll try to make this uh, topic as um, simplified as possible without all the medical jargons. Now, what is abortion? Abortion, simply defined as the discontinuation of pregnancy before, pre- before attainment of viability, 
now viability depends on the region depends on the country you know, some use different ages for viability and we're not going to go into that like i said as simplified as possible in other words the termination of pregnancy before the fetus is capable of independent existence would qualify as abortion a pregnancy may terminate on its own which we call a miscarriage or spontaneous abortion or if intentionally terminated that would mean an induced abortion and in the context of this podcast abortion would refer to as induced abortion it is one of the major causes of maternal mortality in nigeria i just have to put that out there now um moving on to another terminology you must have heard you know over the years and that is unsafe abortion an abortion is deemed unsafe when it is carried out either by a person lacking the necessary skills or in an environment that does not conform to minimal medical standards or both now the characteristics of an unsafe abortion touch upon inappropriate circumstances before during or after an abortion unsafe abortion procedures may include several many different things insertion of objects or substances into the uterus uh, some have used concoctions, some have used Sprite with Andrew liver salt, some have used salt water, and you know, some, are, some have gone as far as uh, having a DNC, as most people know it, dilation and curettage, performed by an unskilled person, most of the time by your average local chemist, uh, your average um, um, local traditional uh, practitioner, and you know things like that and a lot of times you discover patients have complications from this now what are the common reasons why people abort pregnancies why people terminate pregnancies intentionally induced abortions and now one of the common ones is being single though gradually this is phasing out as you know people want to be uh, single mothers nowadays and all but uh, being single is one of the reasons why you know talking about teenage pregnancy because you can actually div- divide this into uh, the unmarried and the married okay so we're talking about the part where the person is unmarried okay financial difficulties of raising a kid while also trying to get an education is one of the very very many common reasons you know why people uh try to abort pregnancies because i mean you're still in school you're trying to get an education and so uh for for some depending on the school uh that some uh who fear ex- expulsion from the campus you know because they're pregnant okay uh, another reason is fear of parents finding out and of course, you know that uh, there's going to be a very big disappro- disapproval from your parents. So you tend to uh, see people like that, you know, going for abortions. In cases where there has been a rape or even incest, okay, most will want to abort 
if they discover they are pregnant. Uh, most of the time, they've not even reported the rape in the first place. So, and, you know, there are several reasons as to why they've not reported the rape and all that. Now they're becoming pregnant for someone who raped them. I mean, that's just the double dose of whatever they're going through at that time. Now, in some parts of southern Nigeria, a young girl has to prove her fertility before being considered as a wife. This way, a lot of um, girls were lured into sexual activities by men promising to you know, marry them. But, you know, after a while, we're turned down. And of course, they're pregnant at that time. And most of them opt for abortion. Okay, uh, refusal of the father of the child to accept the pregnancy. This is a very common one. A girl, uh, a girl cannot. Um, a girl misses her period, and the next thing is um, he goes to the guy, and the guy is like, "Oh, sorry, you can't find your period. Have you checked under the chair? Have you looked under the table? Have you called Inspector Fashola to help you, you know, search for it and things like that?" So you you get a lot of um a lot of issues a lot of conflict arising from this and most of the time nobody wants to actually claim the child and for fear of the stigma if people finds out you know about issues like that you know uh, a lot of these girls just opt for abortion straight out now moving on to the married women uh, some for the the abort or terminate pregnancies because of issues of infidelity, which can come from the husband or the wife. Uh, some inability of the husband to care for the family. You know that your husband cannot. I mean, you're struggling with three children already, and um, this is the fourth one coming in. You sort some women just you know <laughs> opt for abortion immediately. Now, there are some special circumstances where the mother is too sick to actually, you know, carry on with the pregnancy. The family, you know, as a whole may decide that the life of the mother is very important and they go ahead to terminate the pregnancy. Okay, some terminate pregnancies out of frustration, uh, fights with the husband or even divorce. I mean, you're pregnant for for his child, uh, you're pregnant for him and, you know, um, there's a divorce going on. Some just get frustrated. There's a lot of emotions and all that. And they, 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 they induce abortion. They, you know, terminate the pregnancy. And some just for the sake of child spacing is another important reason why married women couples opt for uh, um, abortion um, they don't want their, ch their children looking like um, six months apart <laughs> or even one year apart you know it also enables them to plan and things like that um, uh, another very um, how would I put this now I wouldn't say uncommon uh, because I don't have data to back that up but another very big reason why people actually opt for abortion is sex preference Okay, uh, the common issue of a man looking for a male child and um, the wife has given birth to like uh, four children already, all girls, five, all girls. By the sixth one, they go for sex determination, a scan or whatever they use. And, you know, at the end of the day, they find out it's a girl and the woman is like, can you just take this? 
uh, out for me. I do not want that. So moving on from that, why would you want to abort? What does the religion say? What does the law of the country say about abortion? Um, most religions would frown at it. Christianity frowns at it. Um, Islam frowns at it. Uh, so most religions that I would know, I mean, that I know about frown at abortion. Okay. What does the law of the country say? We have the criminal code in the southern part of the country. We have the penal code in the northern part of the country. And both actually frown at abortion. So in essence, um, abortion is illegal in Nigeria. There's no uh, two ways about it. You cannot have abortion uh, legally in Nigeria except well, there's an except to it. Okay, so the criminal code, um, it, I mean, you can easily break it up into uh, um, three parts. Okay, uh, but uh, the criminal code where you can find it in the constitution is a section 228, section 229, section 230. Uh, those are the important ones and some other um, sections. Uh, that talk about that still talk about the abortion i'll just read out the section 228 for you any person who with intent to procure miscarriage of a woman whether she is or is not without child unlawfully administers to her or causes her to take any poison or other noxious thing or uses any force of any kind or uses any other means whatsoever is guilty of a felony and is liable to imprisonment for 14 years now the the this talks about the um the doctor or the person any provider who is you know trying to carry out an abortion for someone okay so the, the, the way we learned it in med, in med school or the way i remember is is um the person doing the person uh, carrying out the abortion for you you that needs the abortion and the person that pointed the person that pointed the way to you or the person that supplies you with the equipment needed and things like that so all of you are going to prison no matter what you do that's how i remember it that's how i coded it in my head you know but what is what the what the constitution what the, what the law is saying is that yeah both the person that did it the person that did it uh takes 14 years or a felony or both uh the woman herself takes seven years that's in the section 229 takes seven years or felony or both and then the supplier the provider the person that describes where you where you need to go i mean where you can go to and things like that you know if found uh if found guilty in section 230 uh is liable to three years uh, or felony or both in the constitution and you know that is what our law says about um, abortion in Nigeria and the first part of the code is dropping now and the code is 427 so moving on 
But what are what are the complications? Okay, I know you must have been itching to hear about it. There are a lot of myths. There are a lot of mis- misconceptions, you know, and things like that. So what are the what are the complications of abortion? Uh, there are several complications, but the common ones I'll just mention them bleeding a lot of people bleed during the abortion uh, depending on whatever modality you use a lot of people bleed during and even after the abortion people have even bled so much that they got admitted into the hospital okay and got transfused you know heart surgery done and things like that so bleeding is one of the leading uh, complications infection you know, what we refer to as sepsis, severe infection of the womb, of the reproductive tract and all that is one of the very uh, big ones on the list. Injuries to the womb, injuries to the cervix, the vagina, injuries to other organs that are around the womb. Those are also, you know, very big ones on the list. And this can actually cause very serious complications. We've heard about people who have had to ha- have their uh, wombs removed for, for you know, several reasons because of the injuries, severe injuries they had, you know, and things like that. Now, there's what we call uh, depression. Depression can also happen after the woman has you know, removed the pregnancy. We call it post-abortion syndrome. Okay, it's just this feeling of guilt of having done something. Maybe you feel you've murdered a child, murdered uh, a human, you know, and things like that. So um, another one that people usually ask is um, infertility. Now they can have, you know, uh, if you've had abortion before, um, depending on if you had an unsafe abortion or, or not, uh, they can be what we call secondary infertility. And now the, how that happens, uh, it's beyond the, the scope of this um, of, of this podcast, of this podcast episode right now. But yeah, they can't have um, secondary infertility. Now, whatever you do, always have this at the back of your mind. Death is also another complication. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to put that mildly, but death is one of the complications that one must always, always uh, talk about driving it home, induced abortion, and in fact, unsafe abortion is a serious global problem that needs urgent attention. It is one of the leading causes of maternal mortality in Nigeria, up to about 30 to 40 percent, you know, easily helping us have one of the highest rates of maternal mortality in the world. And that is, that is so worrisome. Many people die as a result of complications from unsafe abortion. And for those who do not die from complications, they suffer some serious reproductive and or physical and psychological, even emotional consequences, which may, you know, uh, bring the question or beg the question, why did you do it in the first place? You know, this is like they say, um, Prevention is better better than cure, okay? Use a contraceptive method, see a health professional, get a healthy plan for contraception. There is no shame in going to a family planning clinic as a young lady. It doesn't mean you're promiscuous. It doesn't mean anything. It just means you care for your health, you care for 
you know your body and all that you want to have some information about um, um, contraception so that you can you know prevent you know a lot of things not just pregnancy a lot of things so once again before i say bye I would like to say a very big thank you to my fans who have, you know, stood by me, encouraging me all the way and listening and downloading episodes. I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have gotten this far without you guys. And to the little bits of stuff family, dishing out content upon content, content, ideas, hard work. I, I just love you guys. You guys have been amazing. I'm really honored, you know, knowing you all. Special thanks also goes to my very good friend and podcaster for her contributions this to this podcast from the legal angle. You should check out our wonderful podcast at Talk Time with Longpe, available on all platforms. You'd love it, I promise. Don't forget to share this contest with others. Give them a chance to play and win into the next year. And that's all from me for now. See you in the next episode. Bye.